This Sports Clips Haircuts VFW Help a Hero 200 Betting Picks edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL Win Totals Contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is offering you a chance to win $15 million in prizes with Best Ball Mania 4. Use promo code S. GPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just $5 on any college football bet. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. We're also brought to you by our College Football Bankroll Challenge. Up to $3,000 up for grabs. Get all the details over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bankroll. Drivers, start your Strap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. We have reached the middle of the week, and you know what that means. It is, of course, the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Hope Network. Day. Hope oh. day. Mike, 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 what day is it? What day? Hump what day? day? What day is it? <laughs> He's Cody the Camel Zeeb. I am Rod Villa Gomez. We are uh, talking Xfinity today. Obviously, we talked about it earlier in the week. No trucks this week. It is just an Xfinity and Cup Series week. Both are at Darlington, both at the Track 2 Tough team. Both have different agendas. The NASCAR Cup Series starting their playoffs, but intent to invade the Xfinity Series and try to dominate down there before they do. So, Cody, there's a lot to break down in this race, uh, not to mention it's going to take 20 minutes to say the name. It is the Sports Clips Haircut VFW Help a Hero 200 from Darlington Raceway. <laughs> At least it's uh, for a good cause, right? So there is that. So there is that. Uh, that's a good thing, at least. Uh, but yeah, this is it, Rod. I mean, we've got two races left in the regular season, which means this is the final race Cup Series drivers are allowed to enter. And they took advantage of that, Rod, because <laughs> we have got a shit ton of Cup Series guys, which I will say, as it usually does, um, has helped the odds. I love some stuff we found this week. Um, I was dead set on picking one driver to win this race. I created the document. I put his name in there before I even sent it to you to make sure I claimed him. And then I researched my way out of him and changed my pick to someone else. So uh, it's been a fun ride already this week, Rod. Wait, wait, wait. Spoiler alert. Did so, uh, I grab the guy that you uh, had, had told? Uh, you did not. Actually. Okay, thank goodness. So, no, All right. no. You're, you're good. You avoided this guy. Um, yeah, but uh, let's see. So we got 39 entries for 38 spots this week. 
Um, and last last race where the cup guys can enter because of the playoffs. The number 10 car will be Mr. Kyle Bush himself. The number 17 for Hendrick will be Kyle Larson. The number 19 will be Denny Hamlin. Uh, Corey Heim coming up from the truck series. He's going to be in the 24. Uh, Roger Carruth is in the 45 coming up from the truck series. Ross Chastain back in the number 91 yet again. Can we just um, put a, can we, they're just stop. Can they stop? I, there's like that meme. Stop no, making the 91 actually, a thing. I'm glad because we got a head to head. That's true. Week, Rob, that is means true. We get a chance to fade him. Which You're right. Is outstanding. <laughs> I know he's lucked his way into a few good finishes here lately in that car, but, uh, un- undeservedly they weren't, he wasn't running that well. So we'll talk about that when we get to it. But yeah, I mean, loaded, you've got Denny Hamlin in this race. You got Kyle Larson in this race. You got Kyle Busch in this race. I mean, three of the best Cup Series drivers. You know, I mean, they're on the 75 greatest drivers list. I mean, there there potentially could be three of the final four for the championship this year. Like, very, very good Cup Series drivers. So they, you know, are going to take the top of the odds board. They're going to take a lot of the, the stuff up top. But as we've seen all year long, Rod, these regulars can hang with these guys. These regulars can beat these guys. It's not, do, do not write in pen that one of these three guys will win. In fact, I'm going to make a pretty strong case against two of these guys to win. Uh, I think there's one guy you might not be able to stop. But again, we'll get to that when we get to that. Um, but it's it's wide open. And, and again, this just pushes everybody else down so much. Your, your Xfinity regulars are at odds they should not be at to win this race. The top threes, the top fives. There's some good matchups this week. Like, this is my favorite race uh, of all of them that I've researched so far to uh, to be betting on this week. There was just a lot of value out there, a lot of good numbers because of the guys being in here. So, again, we're going to use it to our advantage having all these Cup Series guys entered in here to hopefully hit on some really good bets and uh, make some good money on uh, on Xfinity this week. Not that I'm complaining for the sake of everybody out there that's betting on these races and obviously taking advantage of this, but at some point as an odds maker, don't you have to take into consideration that the field is as close as it is? Because some of these numbers for top fives uh, for the cup guys, top threes for the cup guys, disgusting. I mean, it, you don't even want to bet on them. I get the books don't want to lose on the right. off chance that it happens, but... And I get, uh, I guess I get why they price them that way, but it, it just, it, the way that it opens up other drivers odds that's where yeah. that's where you can go in and, and take advantage of the books overreacting because we've talked about it before rod that calling car is fucking piece of shit trash that sucks and we're gonna get into that in a few minutes on the, some of these bets but like I ain't gonna bet kyle bush to fucking get a top three in this he'll be lucky if the car makes it to the starting grid without falling apart it'll be like you know where they roll the car up and like all the tires just flop off of it and it falls down. <laughs> like I'm fully expecting that because it's just been an absolute trash this year, other than that one race that, that Kyle Larson dominated in it. So, uh, which happened to be here at this track, which we'll get into, but, uh, <laughs> um, I just, yeah, it's again, it, as we get into the odds, you'll see, you'll see where it's, uh, where it definitely gives us a big advantage. So take advantage of it. This will be the last one. Um, then we've got, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, I can't count very good one. Eight more races after this week. Um, I, I knew it wasn't 10 in their playoffs, so I had to figure out how many it was. Eight more after this week. Um, 
and that will, you know, no cup guys will be allowed in those. So it'll be all Xfinity regulars. You'll get the Trevor Baines of the world and stuff like that in the 19 car and whatnot. The 10 car will be filled by non-Cup Series drivers. So, uh, yeah, there was one uh, decent-sized piece of news today um, that came out. Matt Benedetto not going to be returning to that 25 truck next year. The Rackley War Racing Team. Um, some speculation around that. Uh, God, I hope not. But colleague Chris Rice said on DVC this week it was going to be shocking to everyone who was going to sign with that team or who they already had signed. Now, in Benedetto's release, he does say he's decided not to return. Um, and he has, I'm looking forward to what my future holds. As of right now, I don't have any 2024 plans, but he's exploring options in all series. So mm-hmm. whether that's true or not, we'll see. Um, but uh, it'll be interesting. Obviously, he's a former Cup Series driver. He was in the Cup Series for a while. So would he move back to the Cup Series? Is he going to get an Xfinity Series ride? Um, all that will be interesting. And it also, it was announced this week, Brandon Jones is going to return to JRM. So he'll be back in the nine car. They will uh, expunge this season from the record <laughs> and try to start over fresh and uh, <laughs> see if things can go better for him next season than they've they've just gone absolutely horribly for him this season. They're like, look, Brandon, here's the thing, right? We forgot that we didn't bring you on board last season. We're sorry. We apologize. We are extending the invitation to you this season. Can you please drive for us this season? Brandon's like, I've, I've been driving for you the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, and I believe, uh, I believe all guys already signed up and I think mayor is too. So I think that three of the four JRM cars now are filled. Um, obviously Josh Berry will be departing the eight car, leaving that open. That's left a lot of speculation. If Carson Osvar doesn't get a cup series ride, JRM ride would make the most sense for him. Uh, you know, Dale had <laughs> Dale off offhandedly mentioned that Jeffrey was involved in the conversations and it would take a lot of funding. And then like people have just taken that and, Oh, Jeffrey's going to be racing for him next year. And it's like, Jeffrey's not even been able to get enough funding to be in the 45 car every week this year, which he was supposed to be. I don't know there's going to be enough funding to put him in the eight car. So I wouldn't hold your breath on that, but we'll see. It'll be interesting to see who, who gets in that last ride, I guess. Well, for this race, Dale Jr. is going, or Josh Berry's going to rip off his mask and it's going to be Dale Jr. Yet another cup driver. Oh, speaking of race. Dale Jr. too, real oh. quick. He's going to be in the Bristol race a couple weeks. So we're going to, and Homestead. So we have two Dale Jr. Xfinity races coming up. Smart guy waiting until the Cup Series guys can't be in the race anymore before he jumps in. Nice. Nicely done. Uh, all right. Now, Let's play the cue music. You know what that means. It's time to talk about the College Football Bankroll Challenge. It's back, and to celebrate, SGPN is giving away a bunch of cash in our College Football Bankroll Challenge. What you got to know? It's free to enter. It's a season-long contest. $1,000 to first, $500 to second, but the prizes double to $2,000 and $1,000 if you're a member of our Patreon. Like what we did there for the college football season, but you got to get in there. You got to be a member if you want to double those prizes. Where to do it? Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bankroll or click the link in the app. Speaking of college football, you ready for week one? Cody is. We're not We're not recording during the Husker game because of that. So go to DraftKings Sportsbook. Now they're hooking you up with a can't-miss offer to start the season strong. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any college football game and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Anything can happen in college football. Cody's Nebraska team can win the national championship. I placed a bet on that, Rod. Okay, well, see, there you go. Anything can happen. Your team could go from unranked to dynasty mode in just a couple of years. Change comes fast. 
But the only thing that is a lock is the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. Cody, what'd you get those uh, those futures at, actually? Oh, boy. I'll have to... Uh, okay, well, don't worry about that. But I'll keep tell you reading. What. I'll find out. It was, it was a big number, Rob. Nice. Well, <laughs> you can you can follow Cody along that train, or you could just take your favorite week one spread. Again, minus Army, minus 10. Lock that up. It's still only minus 110 out there on DraftKings, so grab that. Life is more fun when you're in on the action. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football game. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. That crown, yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. All right. Uh, well, then, again, it is, of course, Darlington Raceway. We are at one of the crown jewels of this uh, racing circuit. Back again for 500 miles on this one. Uh, or 200 miles. Jesus Christ, Rod. Yeah. Xfinity. <laughs> the Huskers, by the way. Yes. Uh, 20, 20 plus, plus 20,000 on, uh, on DraftKings there. 200 to 1. Holy cow. That's uh yeah hey it's worth a couple bucks Rob. Sure. You never know. Sure. I've been drinking the roulade over here. Nah. It's it's delicious. Uh I'm I'm excited. Well, we'll take it. Uh and we'll we'll you know we'll tell it's worth a couple bucks. Why not? Um all right. It is 200 miles around Darlington. This is not the cup episode, Rod. Uh, as yeah. much as you want it to be. Big big difference in this is kind of a short race, really. Well, too. especially for the guys that are going to go out and race 500 miles oh, yeah. tomorrow the next day. It's <laughs> 147 laps around this 1.366 mile paved track for 200.802 miles cody talked about it on the uh, cup series this this racetrack just races differently that's why it's too tough to tame that that uh, those corners come at you fast they go fast it's just a, a track that really you have to respect and if you don't well then the lady in black is waiting for you and she is not uh, opposed to taking you out of the race so um, yeah. yeah it's uh yeah this is this track is tough Obviously, we don't have the the 500 mile element to this one, where it's you really have to last at the end. But uh, only being 200 miles, if you make a mistake early, going to be very tough to recover, especially with as loaded as this field is. So, going to have to be mistake free to have a good solid day. And uh, yeah, it's uh, this should be a good one again. It's it's a loaded field, but that really really opens up a lot of stuff for us. And uh, and I think that we can hit on some pretty good bets here. In the spring, we saw 10 cautions for 51 laps. The margin of victory between, well, we'll we won't, because we're going to make that point later. The margin of victory between first and second, 1.337 seconds. Average speed, 91 miles an hour for this one. Uh, 18 lead changes. So we saw quite a bit of action around the front. Probably going to see that again. Obviously, we talked about it too in the Cup Series. This is not a short track. It's not a super speedway. It's not even really a typical intermediate. So, um, these guys have to have a different discipline when they drive this and, uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, 32nd place to 38th place were all DNFs. So if that also tells you that the lady in black likes to claim victims, that is it right there. So, uh, yeah, obviously we've got one race under our belt for this one as well. Um, yeah. That's something that's pretty rare for the Xfinity series. We don't have a ton of tracks where we go back to them. The cup series, there's a fair amount of, of visit the tracks twice, but, uh, Darlington, one of the few on the Xfinity Series side where they have been here earlier in the season uh, and they're coming back. I mean, we go to Kansas next week. 
Sure, the Cup Series went to Kansas earlier this season, but Xfinity was not at Kansas with them, so it'll be their first trip there. Uh, so that is something that's a little different. We actually have a whole other race within the season, which I know when we talk about Xfinity, it's hard to look back through multiple seasons for the most part other than on a few drivers because the names change, the faces change, the rides change so so much and so often that it's, it's you know, in a way, it's harder to find a lot of guys that don't have the, the track history, right, and stuff like that. So it is uh, something different that we've got the one race already earlier this season to, to look back on. Indeed. Uh, well, if we've uh, set up the race, we've talked about some news. I think all that's left now is to start getting into the bets, shall we? Let's start, Rod. Um, that, that number 10 college car that's going to fall apart when they roll it out onto the grid is the car that I'm going to be fading this week. I mean, we've seen it, right? How many times? Like, that car just sucks. Colleg has so many problems. There's going to be some type of issue. There's not enough time to recover from an issue. I love Kyle Busch. I picked him to win the Cup Series race. Spoiler alert. If you haven't listened to the Cup Series episode, he's great here. This car and this team fucking sucks this year. Uh, and, and Kyle's been in this car. So here's the, here's the bets I'm going to take. I suppose I should give those out. John Hunter Nemechek over Kyle Busch, plus 120. Getting plus money again. You're giving me the fastest car with the best driver in it at plus money. I get it's against the Cup Series multi-time champion. He's got 100 wins in Xfinity. I understand that, but it's the car that he's in. It's nothing to do with Kyle, like nothing at all against Kyle. It's it's just straight up fading this car that sucks. Um, so John Hunter over Kyle Busch, and I'm also taking Allgaier over Kyle Busch uh, at minus 110. Got him priced up a little bit more. They're minus 110 both ways. They're for Xfinity Series regular and a two-time cup series champion which is kind of interesting shows you the books know a little bit that this car does suck um but so so kyle has has been in this college car three times this series this season has a fourth place finish but ninth and 27th and the other ones um again we've tried betting on him in this car and it just it hasn't gone well the one caveat to that i will say is kyle larson did win this spring race in this number 10 car that's the one time this season this 10 car is held together and looked good I don't know, but I still don't trust it. Um, and you, as you notice, Kyle Busch is not matched up against Hamlin. He's not matched up against Larson. Why not, Rod? It's the three cups here. He's got like they should be in matchups, and Hamlin and Larson are matched up together. Why is Kyle Busch not matched? Because they know it's not going to be as good. And and so uh, you go back to the spring race. John uh, Justin Allgaier finished second here to Kyle Busch or to Kyle Larson rather, and John Hunter Nemechek finished fifth. And so you're giving me. And Allgaier's coming off of a win last week. He's got the momentum. Things are looking up. That team has looked a lot better. He's been running well. And then you're giving me John Hernemachek, and he finished well here in the spring, right? Then you're giving me John Hernemachek, fastest driver on the fastest car who's good every week. Sure, didn't go great at Super Speedway and road courses here lately, but every other oval it's been good on. I've got more to talk about him coming up in a little bit. So, uh, yeah, I love both of these. Again, this is not fading Kyle Busch. This is fading that number 10 college car that can't seem to stay together. It's going to be a brake issue. It's going to be a fire suit issue. It's going to be a, a mirror falls off. It's going to be a nail in the tire. I, I don't know. Like whatever could go wrong, it's going to go wrong. And uh, that's, that's where I'm going at on this. I, I can't even argue with you on this one. I know that there's a lot of uh, Kyle Busch, not necessarily love, but not hate either. It's just an indifference to Kyle Busch at this point. And, a lot of that is brought on by his performance in the Cup Series, and we haven't seen him dominate trucks. We haven't seen him dominate in Xfinity, so there's no reason not to think that these two guys that are the best in their circuit can overtake a guy that's just kind of popping in every once in a while to say hi. I 
I well, so we talked about Brandon Jones earlier, not necessarily driving this season, uh, and and it's kind of held true. Uh, but I'm going to take his teammate Sam Mayer over him. This one is juiced more than we're used to here on the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, uh, minus one thirty. But this one has yielded the results that you want more often than it hasn't, especially in the last few races. I mean, the last three you go back at Daytona, uh, Brandon Jones finished 36th, Watkins Glen 11th, Indy GP 20th. He did finish 3rd at Michigan, uh, but 10th at Elkhart Lake, 7th at Pocono, 11th at Loudoun. Well, you look back at what uh, old Sam Mayer has done, 19th at Daytona, still better than uh, our boy. First place at Watkins Glen, definitely better than that. Second place at Indy GP, better than that. They did not finish, or, or Sam Mayer did not finish better than uh, Brandon Jones in Michigan. Uh, Sam Mayer finished fifth, though, so a couple of positions away. One at Elkhart Lake, second at Pocono, um, 18th at Loudoun, fifth in Atlanta. I mean, Sam Mayer has been on a tear. We know this as, as, as well. And the momentum is really on Sam's side, whereas for Brandon Jones, even though a lot of those have been road courses, it, it hasn't necessarily been that great. Look back at what they did in the spring here. <laughs> this was in the middle of Brandon Jones's like completely and totally uh, unwild ride. He finished 34th here, uh, whereas Sam Mayer ended up finishing in eighth. So definitely a good finish for him there. Uh, Dover, Brandon Jones finished eighth, uh, and and uh, Sam Mayer finished ninth. I know that it's not necessarily a comp track, but it's still not necessarily your average mile and a half either. On this track in particular. Uh, Sam Mayer has four total starts. The first one, he started in the eighth, eight, eight car rather, and uh, finished 39th, had brake problems on that, but since then, fifth, 11th, eighth on this track, all just about top 10, if not top 10, with a couple of top fives uh, in there. For Brandon Jones, I, I get it. He's been in Gibbs equipment most of the time, uh, but his has been a smattering of results. He did win in 2020, finished third in 2021, great, 33rd, in 2021, 7th in 2022, 14th in 2022, 34th. So three of his last or two of his last three races have been sort of forgettable, whereas, uh, you know, Brandon or uh, Sam Mayer rather has had some pretty great finishes in the car that he's doing right now. In fact, he led 35 laps in that 2023 uh, race. So one of the faster ones out there. So I like uh, Mayer to finish better than Jones in this one. Battle of the teammates. I know it's juiced up, but I think this is going to cash. Yeah, I get that Jones has, has had some good races here in the past, but come on, Rod. Like, this shouldn't even be a matchup. So it's not, yeah, this this is Mayer by a landslide. I mean, I, competitively, like, unless, as long as Mayer doesn't have a penalty or, or get in a wreck or something, like, he will be the better car in this by 10 to 15 spots, I would guess. So I maybe we're wrong on this one, but I don't see Jones running that well here so i think that and mayor is just on such a hot streak like it things have been going so well yeah give me mayor all day you only pay the juice if you lose bingo august is almost over everyone you know what that means time's running out for you to draft your fantasy football team on underdog fantasy get championship ready for your home league by trying out best ball on underdog fantasy all you do one live snake draft no waivers no trades you set it forget it underdog does the rest try it out now with underdog's best ball mania tournament it's the largest fantasy football contest of all times 15 million dollars of total prizes up for grabs including an absurd three million dollars going to the winner you have what it takes to win it all yeah you do Time is now. 
Last day for you to draft your fantasy football team is September 7th. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the App Store and sign up with promo code SGPN to get your first deposit doubled up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. And pay attention, we may have some Underdog Fantasy plays for you as well later on this week to make it even more fun for you. Are you in the SGP Patreon yet? Make sure you check that out. You got to get in there. You got to join the family with us. We already got tons of DGENs over now in that Patreon channel. They're already enjoying the fruits of their, their spoils, having a good time, having some fun in that Discord channel as well. So get in, part of that action. Sign up now to get exclusive access to contests, including the NFL Win Totals Contest, $1,000 first place prize. This week's weekly Patreon Pick'em is all week one college football. The prize is a cornhole board. Perfect for any college football tailgate and SGP cornhole board. Gotta love that. Patreon is a great way to support the network and fight back against corporate gambling. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. I love me some cornhole. I'm going to try to win that prize because I want that cornhole board. That's going to be fun for me. Yeah, I got to get my picks in. Uh, I don't know how they're, if it's just, you just pick, it's probably, you just pick each game, get one point. If it was confidence weighted, all my confidence would be on the Huskers tomorrow night, but that's okay. (laughs) All right. Let's continue on with our bets. Okay, Rod. Next up for me, Austin Hill, top five plus two twenty (laughs) five. I write my notes down. If you're watching on YouTube, I've, I've got them on this sheet of paper here. Here's the note that I wrote, Rod. Have you watched Xfinity series this year? <laughs> That's it. I have no other statistics for you. I don't need any other statistics for you. If you've watched a single race this year, Austin Hill at plus 225 to finish in the top five is a great bet. I don't care that there's three Cup Series guys in here that are great and all that. In theory, maybe they take up three of the top five spots. Even if that's the case, Austin Hill is still going to be in the mix to get a top five likely at least one of them won't finish in the five and we've seen it how many times have these guys come into these races they uh you know something goes wrong there's a mechanical thing there's a penalty uh any number of things they they have a problem like it's not guaranteed these guys are even going to take up three of the top five and even if excuse me even if they do austin hill always finds his way to the top five he's still a plus 225 the books have learned nothing Take advantage again. Take Austin Hill for a top five. I mean, this is just an auto bet at, at two, plus two twenty five. Like, God, I don't know how low I would bet this rod, but it's a lot lower than where it's sitting right now. So, give it to me at this number for sure. I mean, even at even money, it's still pretty much a solid lock. Yeah. You know, it's, it's yeah. Like, I might bet this at minus one ten, and it's at plus two twenty five. So. Yeah, give it to me. <laughs> well, and another one that I cannot believe is priced the way it is, and it's Cole Custer's top five. He is at plus 300 over there on Bet365. That's a huge swing from where I found it on other books. Uh, at, initially, I had this, I think, at plus, um, maybe it was 175 even, maybe plus 200 or so. I, I think it was plus 175 that I found it initially. And then I shopped a little more and I saw it at plus 300. I was like, oh yes, please. I'll take that at plus 300. So Cole Custer as a top five car, we know that we initially said that Cole Custer was going to come in and win every single race. And it was going to be Cole Custer's season. 
Uh, unfortunately, Who that hasn't. That rod? I don't remember that. I don't know. In fact, I I don't know that. I think the transmission got. We, garbled. we deleted those episodes, right? <clears throat> yeah, there's not. They're not available. <laughs> don't need anybody going back listening to that. <laughs> no, but uh, but no. So, but lately, Cole Custer's actually been sort of on a roll, and that's three top ten finishes in a row for him. Uh, actually, a sixth place in Jeep in the Indy, seventh place at Watkins Glen, a fifth place at Daytona. I mean, it hasn't been all roses for Cole Custer, but there was a stretch there where he had a string of top tens uh, going back between Richmond and Atlanta. All of those top ten finishes, two wins in that. File on some hard times in Loudoun and Pocono and Elkhart and Michigan, uh, but he's back up on his top ten ways again. But really what's more encouraging is on this particular racetrack in, in general, he has had four career Xfinity Cup starts. His worst finish is ninth place, right? But in those three top three finishes. So if you want to even go one further and say Cole Custer is a top three car, uh, you could probably ladder that up as well. But I'm going to be a little more conservative. I think that, you know, for Cole Custer, even though he finished third here in the spring, um, that was without what Kyle Bush in the mix. We don't think Kyle Bush is going to do anything, but again, you know what I'm saying? Like there was a little, there was a little less heavy of a field in that one as well. Uh, you, you talked about it. Kyle Larson ended up winning like this. Was, I feel like there was more cup. Guy. I'm going to look, I'm going to look. Well, at that. there was Kyle Larson. Like there was there. Ross Chastain. Oh, yeah, um, that <laughs> and that was about it. I mean, okay. really the only I other, guess, I guess there wasn't Ty Dillon was in there. That, that doesn't, doesn't count. count you know what I'm saying? Like Ty Dillon and Ross Chastain don't count. Yeah. Oh, Dylan was an RCR car, but yeah, don't count. Yeah. It still doesn't count, but those are the three big heavy hitters in that one as well that aren't in this race or, you know, Ty Dillon's not in this race. doesn't really yeah, matter. But the, I mean, you even, you look at like Ryan trucks was in that 19 car. We know he's capable of winning an Xfinity series race. Like he was caught up in an accident early after starting second place. Like that Denny Hamlin, Kyle Larson, Kyle Busch, they're not, exempt from that that type of thing can happen to them too and that's what makes these these bigger money bets so much more valuable and god it's only a top five and it's three to one like even if the cup series guys take up three spots there's still two more spots available like mm -hmm. and it's so it's unlikely those those guys are all going to take up all three top three spots like it's uh, again a lot of value because i like it when these guys come down into these series because it pushes everyone else up so much We've hit a lot of bets this year by, you know, even if, you know, like Kyle Larson's plus 200 to win this race. If you don't want to bet on a winner, you know, whatever, we'll talk about our winners when we get there. But like, you can make a lot of other good bets outside of that. It's like we talk about an F1, like Max Verstappen's minus 400 to win. We hit a 28 to one. We hit a 33 to one last week. Like there are other good ways to bet on things, even if you think that the, the outcome is almost predetermined, like. And it just the odds for other things get pumped up so much more because there's so much focus on, oh my God, it's Kyle Larson and Denny Hamlin and Kyle Bush. Like, so yeah, it pushes these numbers up. I love it. Uh, our guy Kyle Armstrong did say in the in the Discord he thinks it's a it's a Custer week. Ooh. He said he was feeling it. So there Let's you go. go. That's uh, he's he's pretty good pretty good at uh, knowing his stuff too as well. So good I to like know that. we're on the same page. That's right. You mentioned laddering rod. I'm gonna ladder this next guy. Mr. John Hunter Nemechek, top five, plus 140. How many races this year has John Hunter Nemechek been plus money for a top five? I'm going to guess it hasn't been very many. Uh, I don't think we've bet on him top five much because it's probably too big of a number the other direction to, to bet on it. And his top three is plus 250. I'm going to take both of these. Again, 
of the Xfinity Series regulars, John Hernimacek is the fastest driver in the fastest car. It's not arguable. Like it, it is, you know, there's road courses, a different story, super speedways, maybe a different story, although he's got to win there too. But on regular ovals, which Starlington is a regular oval for the most part, right? It's, it's egg-shaped, but it's, that makes it more of an oval, right, I guess. Uh, but, no, I, I think that, uh, yeah, John Hunter is a great, great bet. You're giving me the fastest car on the regular in this race, top five at plus money, top three at plus money. Rod, I'm going to, spoiler alert, I think he can win this race. I think he could beat. I think head-to-head, John Hunter can go up against Kyle Larson and win this race. We've seen him do it in the truck series against Kyle Busch, the greatest truck series driver in the history of the series. He's done it. He's outdueled him in good equipment, and he's got the best equipment. He's got that Hendrick 17 car. It's fast. I get it. It's great. They don't even run every week. This this 20 car for JGR is the fastest car on the fastest team. It's nowhere close. You're getting him at plus 140 for a top five, plus 300 for a top, or plus 250, rather, for a top three. A little dyslexic there. Uh, yeah, I love this. Okay, it's the fastest car, Rod. Give it to me, please. Plus money. Love both of these bets. I think these are, again, even if Kyle Larson wins this, if Danny Hamlin finishes second, like you could still hit both of these bets, and, and it's easy day. So, yeah, uh, John Hunter will be in the mix of this. Um, and, and he did finish uh, fifth here in the spring, so wasn't the best run of, of all runs, right? But uh, you go back and you look, too, over some of the last couple of races here. He won Michigan, the last like real oval we had before road courses and, and super speedways. Um, he finished second at Charlotte, another intermediate. He was sixth at Nashville, um, which is a comparable track to this. Led 57 laps in this race in the spring. He was up front. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think that John Hunter's a good bet at this one. I wish they would give us top tens uh, just just oh, for the sake man. of being having top tens. It would be it would be Seriously. a lot nicer in, yes, in the world. Um, I will say I looked up Custer's top three odds. He's six to one as a top three. So if you want to ladder that one up as well, if you're feeling it like Kyle Armstrong out there, uh, definitely take advantage of that. Again, Kyle Larson could win. Denny Hamlin could finish second. And you're still hitting a bet that's three times what the winning bet would be at that point exactly. of Kyle Larson. Like you, you could still hit it even with those guys in the field. It's yeah, it's it's great. I love it. No, I and I do too. Um, this next bet, I'm gonna put a disclaimer by this next bet. This I'm betting with my heart. All right, I am I am using as much heart as as he uses driving this car. I I love it. Okay, I really like this bet, Rod. I I and I've I've got more on this guy in a minute, but this is the correct way to bet him. Okay, not a head to head where you have to rely on a good finish or like. This is you're shooting for the stars, and if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Like, sorry for interrupting your bet. No, no, you're good. You're good. I lo- I want to reaffirm it before you even get into it because <laughs> I think it's a great bet. Now continue. It's Sheldon Creed as a top three car. We talked about Cole Custer's top three odds being fantastic. Well, Sheldon Creed as a top three is at plus six fifty six and a half to one for Sheldon Creed. I, listen, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and regale you with these these fantastical tales of Sheldon Creed being amazing on this track or amazing this season at all. All I'm saying is the dude has been runner up two weeks in a row now. He is feeling something. He's he's in his feels right now. I know he would really like to win a race uh, at some point, but I think he will continue to uh, take top three finishes if that's what the cards are dealt to him. Uh, and now, unfortunately, 
last or this spring rather not a good race for him he finished 25th but he did start in seventh place so that was somewhere close to the front and again we know that this has been a frustrating season for Sheldon Creed altogether uh, I'll get into his season stats in a second but what I am hanging my hat on is that last year in the fall in this very race 47 laps he led started third Finished in second place. Sheldon Creed can get around this. Now, if that number sounds familiar, oh, it's the same number that he's had for so many races so far this season. He'll, I'm sure, Cody, you'll tell us how many how many second place finishes he's had this season. But I, I don't I don't want to write it down because it's a lot. It is a lot. I can't count that high, Rock. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but no, listen, honestly, again, this is one of those ones where he can do it. He's got a strong enough car to do it. I'm telling you right now, it's it's not like we're we're backing this up with miles and miles of convincing stats. But when I just look at what he's been able to do the last couple of weeks, and and the drive and the passion that he's he's had these last couple of weeks, a track that he's led that many laps on, you don't forget how to do that. Still got the same kind of car underneath them. I like six and a half to one for Sheldon Creed to get to top three. It's gonna be tough. It will be tough, but I this think he is, can do it. This is such a good number. I like this bet more than the bet that I have coming up. I have a lot more good things to say about Sheldon Creed, so I will talk about that in a little bit. But I think Rod found the bet to place on Sheldon Creed this week. Top three at plus 650. Uh, this is this is a must bet. I think you've got to get in on this. Rod, we talked earlier, Ross Chastain in this 91 car is generally not very fast. Um, and, and they've got it matched up with Riley Herbst here, minus 115 over on Caesars. Um uh, Riley, I get it. It's not been it's been an up and down season, right? It started good. Things haven't gone so well here lately. Uh, Chastain starts in this uh, in this car. There was chaos at, at Watkins Glen, and he somehow finished fourth when he was like forty fourth in a thirty some car field with like two laps to go. Yet he finishes fourth. Obviously, there was massive chaos at the end of that. He did finish seventh at Michigan. Again, some wrecks at the end of that kind of pushed him up. Otherwise, he's been 37th, 18th, 18th, 24th. One of those 18ths was at the first Arlington race here. Just not impressive and not good at all. Now, he did beat Riley uh, in that race because Riley finished 38th. He got caught up in a wreck early. That was the Truex wreck. We had a big bet on him that week. He looked so fast in practice. He was fast in the race. Wrong place, wrong time. Got swept up. And, uh, man, I feel like... I don't remember exactly, but I feel like he we had a top five bet on him, and I think he was running in the top five or very close to the top five when he got swept up, um, and so he didn't get the results. But things have been looking a lot better for Riley here lately. He finished, uh, again, I'm, I'm not looking at the, the super speedways, the road courses so much just because they're so much different, but sixth place at Michigan. He was fourth at Pocono. He was second place at Nashville, Rod. Nashville is one of the most comparable tracks to this size-wise. Um, and again, he finished 38th at Darlington in the first race, but it was that wreck. They've been head to head in six races so far this season. Riley is four for six beating Chastain in those six races. Um, Darlington being one of them that he didn't because he got wrecked. Watkins Glen being the other, because it was just so chaotic at the end. Chastain somehow managed to get that good top five finish that, uh, I mean, really they didn't earn throughout the day. Right. So, uh, for me, uh, if nothing happens to Riley, he should easily run much better than Chastain. Chastain will probably be 15th to 20th, somewhere in that area. All you need is for Riley to be a top 10 car, top 15 car probably, to be to win this head-to-head. Um, in barring issues, which he's had a lot of this season, I get it. But I trust Riley, and I trust that car 
way more than I trust Chastain in that 91 car. It's just, it's not fast. It's again, I don't, I'm not even really sure why he drives that car for him. I think it's great. They gave him chances at points and it's all fun and stuff, but uh, it can't be fun just to ride around in 18th place all the time in that car, but uh, that's where he likes to be. So I think Herbst over Chastain minus 115 is a good bet this week. I think it is too, and I will actually include uh, a Ross in one of my bets as well. This one is a group winner over on Caesars, and this is Group D. I'm going to take Parker Kligerman to win this group at plus 270. This group entails Ross Chastain, the aforementioned, the number 11 car, and Chandler Smith. All three drivers down on their luck lately. Uh, obviously, we know that uh, for Ross Chastain, you just talked about it. How uh, it just—it's not been—it's not been something that you want to want to watch on a week-to-week basis. Ross Chastain in this car, um, his best finishes have been seventh at Michigan, fourth at Watkins Glen, road course, and Michigan. I'm not counting either one of those, honestly. Um, but outside of that, 24th in Fontana. 18th in Darlington in the spring, 18th at Sonoma, 37th at Indy GP. And this it on this track, it hasn't even been the greatest for Chastain either. He does have an eighth place and a second place finish. Uh, both of those coming in the 10 car, though, of Colleague. Um, but like we said, 18th earlier in the spring in that 91 car, 15th in the 48th, so can't even really count that. This is just not his track to do it uh, at all. So we can toss Ross Chastain out the window as for Daniel Hemrick, on this track in particular, in the number 11 car, oh, I said his name, my bad. Uh, the number 11 car, uh, the driver of it, when he's been the driver of it, a 10th place, 13th place, and a 16th place finish. Not necessarily anything to write home about. That 16th place finish obviously happening in this uh, in the last spring race of here. Look back at his last few races, 11th at Elkhart, Michigan 15th, Indy GP 27th, Watkins Glen 23rd, did luck his way into a third place finish at um, at Daytona last week, but you know not necessarily all that great. He did have an eighth place in Nashville, so if you want to kind of lean your head on that one, you can, I suppose. But I, I don't know. I think we've pretty much ruled that out as well. Chandler Smith, very very young in this series, um, in his only race here in the spring, he finished thirty sixth. He was in a pretty uh, pretty gnarly crash, ended up uh, finishing thirty sixth. Like I said, after a sixth place finish. You know, and for Chandler, it hasn't been the greatest either. You got to go back. He started on the pole in both Atlanta and Loudon. You thought it was fantastic. Atlanta, he, start, he finished twentieth after starting on the pole. Loudon, he actually finished second after starting on the pole. But since then, twentieth at Pocono, thirty seventh at Elkhart, twentieth at Michigan, thirty fourth at Indy GP, eighth at Watkins Glen, twenty second last week at Daytona. Just not great finishes for that team at all. Like I said, thirty sixth in uh, in Darlington the the first time we came here. So. Just hasn't been good. Now, for Parker Kligerman, on the other hand, not bad. Not bad at all for this guy. He's on a string of top 10 finishes. In fact, if you go back to Chicago, uh, he's finished in uh, in the top 10 in all but one of the races. Loudon was the only one where he didn't finish inside the top 10, and he crashed out of that. Uh, you can even go back to Sonoma and Nashville, where he finished 11th, where he's been pretty close to a top 10 finish in there. But Pocono, ninth, Elkhart, late 2nd, Michigan, 8th, Indy GP, 7th, Watkins Glen, 3rd, Daytona, 4th. Varied track styles, still inside the top 10. Uh, Darlington here, he finished 13th, which was the best out of the entire group of folks that we were talking about uh, on this track. So 
you know, for, for Parker on this track as well, 15th, 21st, 13th in his three starts. Not bad. Not bad at all for Parker Kligerman. Uh, he's on a roll. That team's on a roll. I think this is a good way to pounce on that. Plus 270 to win this group. I'll take it. Yeah, I had no arguments from me here. Uh, number 11 is dead to me, as we all know. Chastain sucks in this car. We've already talked about it. And it's been rough for Chandler Smith here lately. Again, like you said, that second place in New Hampshire, and then like it's just been mostly rough for him. Somewhat decent finish at Watkins Glen. Again, that was a completely chaotic ending, and and nobody finished really where they probably should have throughout that day. So uh, I did steal one out of Rod's book on this next bet, um, but I couldn't pass this one up. So I took winning car number over 17 and a half. It's plus 175. The other side of this is like minus two something, I think. Uh, it, it was a very big number. And I understand why it's priced here. I think that uh, this is the, the perfect spot to hedge. Even if you think Kyle Larson's going to win this race, he's obviously in the 17th, so it'd be under this, right? This is, And if you want to bet him to win this race, you can hedge kind of in a way here. So obviously under 17 and a half, you're missing out on Kyle Larson, Chandler Smith, who could maybe win, Kyle Busch maybe, uh, Brandon Jones. You get Barry, you got Allgaier, uh, Creed, Mayer, Custer. So 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 good good drivers for sure. And, and Larson obviously being the, the biggest weighted factor there, right? And he's, he's the heavy favorite for a reason, but over 17 and a half rod, you're telling me you get the three fastest cars in the field on a weekly basis. The number 18 car, Sammy Smith, who's got to win this season, the number 19 car with the 2023 cup series champion. Oh, wait, I'm not supposed to talk about that till Friday. Sorry. Uh, uh, <laughs> But it's Denny Hamlin, and this car has got wins this season, right? Ty Gibbs is one in this car. Uh, Ryan Truex is one in this car. Now you've got a Cup Series star in this in this car. He's got wins at this track. He's been good here. I picked him to win this race in the Cup, or you know, the Cup race the next day. Uh, then you got John Hunter Nemechek, five wins on the season. Rod, fastest car on a weekly basis. You get Austin Hill, five wins on the season, always in the right place at the right time. Like you are getting. A load, and I get the Kyle Larson is probably going to be head and shoulders above everyone, but that's not always the case. You are getting a loaded field above this. Kind of falls off after that. Yeah, I mean, you could toss Corey Hyman there, I suppose, maybe, but probably not in that car. Uh, and Riley Herbst, if it's a crazy day, but uh, but those four cars right there, Rod, the three Joe Gibbs racing cars and Austin Hill, they make this number worth it. This is a great way to hedge off of Kyle Larson. And, uh, you know, I, there's there's no saying that a guy like John Hunter doesn't just straight up beat Kyle Larson in this race anyways. Uh, so, yeah, I think that, that taking the over at plus 175, over 17 and a half for the winning car number on Caesars is, is a good one. And honestly, it's only 25 points off of Kyle Larson to win this race in general. So if any, it's almost like Kyle Larson versus the field in a, in a sort of weird sort of way, uh, I guess half the field, I guess, uh, in this. So I do like that. I like it a lot. In fact, like I said, that was going to be one of the ones that I picked. So I went the other way with it. I'm taking the winning car as an even car as a way also to hedge off of, uh, the, the Kyle Larson ultimately quite possibly winning. I mean, you get Cole Custer, right? You get Sheldon Creed. We just talked about those two guys maybe finding a way to do something. Um, I know it, it lumps uh, Kyle Busch in there just in case. I don't know. If it happens, it happens. Um, probably won't, but that's all right. Uh, it also gives you Sammy Smith, the John, and it gives you John Hunter Nemechek. Um, it gives you 
Uh, let's see as I scroll continually here. That's about as that's far, about as, far as you can go. <laughs> but it gives you it gives you some pretty heavy hitters toward the front of that field, right? So um, it, it kind of covers the under uh, 17 and a half as well with, with a few of those guys underneath that. So if you kind of put those together, um, and they're right around the same, right? Plus 170, plus 175 kind of gives you a, a nice little uh, umbrella with which to work uh, under if you if you find yourself not necessarily... If you don't think anybody else is going to win but Kyle Larson and you don't want to take him at 200 just in case something happens, this is the way to to kind of make your card a little less uh, devastating if it, if Kyle Larson does win. Yeah, I mean, this is another good way to hedge. Like, and just or you pick one of these, right? Do you do you like the cars that you're getting over 17 and a half more, or do you like getting the Josh Berries and the Cole Custers in there, where you get the easy cars instead, and you still get a guy like John Arnimacek? Like, I think you pick one of those, and you hedge, and you go with that, or, or maybe if you're not going to take a Larson, you take both of these, and if Larson doesn't win, you've you've definitely got a chance to to double dip on this as well. Indeed. Um, all right. Well, I guess all that's left is to talk about the winners. We'll do that. Hang tight. Hey, everybody. If you play fantasy football, especially in auction leagues. And or you're a whiskey fan. Yes, exactly. Check out the Sports Gambling Podcast fantasy football channel show, Old Fashioned Football. Coming to you every Tuesday morning. Give us a listen. We'll bring you the latest fantasy football data, including the injury report, studs and duds, waiver wire targets, and suggested fab. Market movers. After all, we are the Marks. He is my hubby. And she's J Mark's wifey. And we're bringing all this to you while drinking an old fashioned and giving you our honest review of a different whiskey every week. All that and more. Hop on over. Give us a listen. Come for the football. Stay for the whiskey. This ad's almost done. Going once. Going twice. Sold. Well, Cody, somebody will tame this lady in black. I guess somebody will have to. And uh, and walk across the stage as the winner. Other than Cot. Well, yoke, never mind. Who's going to do this? Well, Rod, I came into this with full intentions of taking Denny Hamlin. He's going to be in a Joe Gibbs car. We know how fucking fast they have been this season. They've been top of the game, right? And I was looking. Denny Hamlin hasn't made an Xfinity Series start since 2021. That was at Darlington. Did lead 43 laps that day, but he started 14th. He finished 12th. Not really that impressive. So I went back. 2020, he made an Xfinity Series start also at Darlington. Did start 37th that day. He led 31 laps, but he only finished in fifth rod. Um, then you go back to, to 2019. He made one Xfinity Series start. Also at Darlington, Rod, 38th place. Only led 27 laps that day. Um, you go back to 2018. Guess where he made his one Xfinity Series start, Rod? Darlington? At Darlington. Good guess. And he finished fourth that day. So, I mean, now, Rod, we're going all the way back to 2017, uh, you know, and he, he did win that day, but he only led 33 laps even after starting on the pole, like didn't even dominate it like you would expect. And, and that's five years ago. Like he doesn't have that many Xfinity Series starts here. I mean, he hasn't started an Xfinity Series since 2021, and it's been one start every year, and it's been Darlington. And, and all the way back to 2017 for him to win it. So I couldn't talk myself into it. I, I wanted to take him. And the research talked me out of it. It's going to be a fast car. I expect him to be good, but he's not gotten it done. What makes me think he's going to get it done with the Xfinity regulars in this field, with a guy like John Hunter being in the same type of equipment as him? So all of that to say, I didn't decide to bet on Denny Hamlin. And I had to take Kyle Larson instead because I, I feel forced into it, Rod. It's plus 200. The number's not the best thing ever, but 
he's likely going to be the best. He is the best driver in this field. He's going to be in one of the fastest cars. I think the 20 is still faster, but I think you've got to take Larson, especially if, if you're looking at the top group, right? It's, it's Larson, it's Hamlin, then it drops off a little to Kyle Busch. You can't bet on Kyle Busch, in my opinion. If he comes out and wins this race, good for him. Great. I will not feel an ounce of bad not having a bet on that stupid fucking 10 car that sucks. But Kyle Larson, um, two Xfinity series starts this season. Absolutely dominated Sonoma, was well on his way to getting us a big cashing day that day. And then he didn't, Rod, because you know, things happen with the pit stops late. He hits the barrier. Eric Amarola wins that race. Like, that's the thing. Even when it is so sure that Kyle Larson should win these races, it doesn't always happen. That's why you've got to be careful. I know I'm making trying to I'm trying to make an argument too bad on him, but this is my argument for why it doesn't always happen. But he did um win this race earlier this season and that was in the 10 calling car that you can't trust now he's in the 17 hendrick car so i do really really like kyle larson um i'm not saying it's going to be a complete blowout and utter dominance but it's definitely got that possibility um and if if he doesn't win rod this is where the numbers get good john hunter nemechek should never ever ever be nine to one on an oval in the number 20 jgr car uh, what are you kidding me? Nine to one. This has got to be my favorite bet. Rod, he couldn't beat Kyle Larson straight up, and he is nine to one. He's seven points bigger. Uh, you've got to take this bet. Um, and he's been he's been good. We talked about it, right? He, he finished fifth there in the spring, so it wasn't the most impressive thing, but he's got five wins on the season. He's looked good at other intermediate tracks. He did lead 57 laps here in the spring, so he was running up front for a while. Um, he's the fastest car, the best driver, nine to one, ridiculous for John Arnimacek on an oval. So definitely give me that. And then Rod, to expand on your Sheldon Creed from earlier, calling my shot, twenty to one. You mentioned that race where he finished second place in twenty twenty two. What you forgot to mention, he led was it forty seven laps that day, um, door to door. Him and Kyle Lar, he was racing Kyle Larson door to door for lap after lap towards the end of that race. Larson ended up, I think, getting put in the wall a little bit or something and, and finishes fifth. Another example of how Kyle Larson doesn't always win these races. But Sheldon Creed took his dick out, stuck it on the table, and compared it to Kyle Larson, and he beat him that day. He, he straight up beat him running the shit. Now, Noah Gragson snuck around him and won after they made contact, and, and Creed yet again finishes in second. What have we? That's why I like your top three bet so much, but Sheldon Creed can win this race, Rod. He he beat Kyle Larson head to head in this race a couple of years ago. And if Gregson hadn't stuck around him, he, he would have got that win. Maybe he'd have eight wins by now and it'd be a completely different story. I don't know. Sheldon Creed gets the monkey off his back this week. 20 to 1. It can definitely happen, Rod. And uh again, by placing these bets uh for Creed to win and for Creed to get a podium finish in the top three, right? Like if he wrecks, if he has a problem, whatever, it doesn't matter. You're not, he doesn't have to beat somebody else. Like it's, it's all or nothing. And that's pretty much what you're going to get with Sheldon Creed most weeks. That's what we're going for. So Sheldon Creed, 20 to one, John Hernima check nine to one. And I hate to do it, but I do think Kyle Larson is still a good bet at uh, at two to one. I, I mean, again, he is one of the fastest, he is the fastest guy. He is the most talented guy on the track right now. So now granted, I mean, the, the last few weeks for him have sort of knocked the shine off of him, but still, there's still that guy lurking underneath there. So I think, yeah, for, for this, he's going to be out. 
he obviously not for points. He just wants to get out there and run and run well. So uh, we'll definitely see that. All right. I found an odds boost on Caesars that makes this the bet that I love even more. If Kyle Larson does not win, my insurance policy is Justin Allgaier at plus 750, boosted over there on Caesars. Allgaier shouldn't be seven and a half to one. The guy has two wins on this track in the last five races. Uh, it, 2021, he won this race. 2022, he won this race. 2023, he finished second to Kyle Larson on this track. Fourth place in the spring, or in the fall of 2022. Sixth place in the fall of 2021. Uh, third place. Look, all I'm going to say is 16 starts, 12 top tens, seven top fives, two wins. Average finish here of 8.3. He won last week to Justin Algar. Finally, finally got back on winning ways after Charlotte. Uh, such a rough go over there. But uh, on the season, 24 starts, 14 top 10s, 11 top 5s. It's been Justin Algar. It's been Justin Algar all season long. Unfortunately, things have happened to kind of take him out of the mix. His teammates have come out to take him out of the mix. Like, it's been... It's been a tough thing for for Justin Allgaier to to sort of reclaim. I mean, it was a mechanical, whatever. Like he's led 321 laps this season. It's it's Justin Allgaier, right? And and he came in second, like I said, in the spring in this race to Kyle Larson. So there's nothing that tells me that he can't necessarily hang once again with the big dogs and come out with a solid finish. And if not, win. Like you said, John Hunter Nemechek can beat. Kyle Larson straight up. I think Justin Allgaier is just as talented as John Hunter Nemechek. I think he stands just as good a chance as any of being able to knock off Kyle Larson in a straight head-to-head. And if I'm getting him boosted up to plus 750, I'm grabbing that. I know that it's a, again, it's a stretch when you're talking about trying to beat Kyle Larson, but, you know, second could turn into first. He, Justin did lead two laps on this track in the spring. That means he was a fast enough car to, to get there. And he came up from 17th. God knows what would have happened if he would have started closer to the front of the field, right? He finished second in that race. So um, I'm, I'm going with Allgaier at plus 750. I guess it's because I love me some Justin Allgaier. I have all season long. I don't set out to have favorites, Cody. <laughs> it just sort of happens that it's, way. But uh, Hey, ju- you, I stick to my Gibbs guys. You stick to your JRM guys. And uh, it's been a pretty positive strategy for us. We've won quite a bit of money this year. So uh, why, why break from that now, Rod? That's what I'm saying. And again, like I said, I like the boost. I like the fact that you're getting this at a little bit more of a oh, of a favorable a, number. It's a good number. I mean, you can you can bet all four of these really if you you know work your units out properly and stuff to make it make sense. But uh, again, it, it's yeah, these are you're getting such good numbers. Like if those three Cup guys were not in this race, Allgaier and and John Hunter would be plus two fifty, plus three hundred. I mean, if that like. And we've already told you why Kyle Busch, it's probably just not going to happen, right? And Denny Hamlin, it hasn't happened. And and with Kyle Larson, Sheldon Creed might door him into the wall late. And, it, you know, like, it's not a guaranteed thing. So I think you're getting such good numbers on these Xfinity regulars. I love the card this week, Rod. I'm feeling really good. A lot of plus money stuff again this week. It's Things have just been falling really well. The books are giving us really good numbers. Uh, so shout out to you, books. And, uh, yeah, I love it. So it's going to be a good week. Indeed. Well, let's go over that card, shall we? Get out your pen and paper. It's time to go over uh, our bets for this uh, Sports Clips Haircuts VFW Help a Hero 200. You know me. 
Got to give sponsors their plugs. Uh, we started with John Hunter Nemechek over Kyle Busch at plus 120 on Superbook. Cody also tossed in Justin Allgaier over uh, Kyle Busch at minus 110 over on Superbook. I gave you Sam Mayer over Brandon Jones in the Battle of Teammates at minus 130. And then Cody gave you uh, Austin Hill as a top five car at plus 225. And then I gave you Cole Custer as a top five car at plus 300 and kind of led that to plus uh, top three at plus 600 as well. We'll make that official. Uh, Cody gave you John Hunter as a top five at plus 140, and he put in a top three at plus 250. Uh, I gave you Sheldon Creed as a top three car at plus 650. Cody gave you Riley Herbst over Ross Chastain at minus 115 on Caesars. I gave you Parker Kligerman to win Group D on Caesars at plus 270 over Chandler Smith, the number 11 car, and Ross Chastain as well. Cody gave you the winning car number over 17 and a half at plus 175. I gave you the winning car number as even at plus 170. Cody gave you Kyle Larson at 2 to 1, John Hunter at 9 to 1, and Sheldon Creed at 20 to 1 to win this race. I said take that boost from Caesars at plus 750 for Justin Allgaier to win at Darlington. Cody, we are... Getting closer to race day. Still some uh, shows to put out, but to definitely having some fun doing uh, doing this this Darlington Raceway uh, betting picks shows. Yeah, going to be good racing this week. Uh, no trucks, unfortunately, but we still have four really good races. The Cup Series, obviously, we covered yesterday on the show. Go back and check that out if you haven't. Xfinity today. We're going to do F1 Gambling Podcast later this evening. Pick out the, the F1 races for Italian Grand Prix this weekend. We've got IndyCar coming up at Portland later this week whenever the books decide to give us uh, odds, which is always always a big question. But uh, we've got DFS, we've got underdog picks, we've got playoff breakdown. It's a busy week ahead still, Rod. I'm excited. I'm pumped. I'm just, man, I I love racing so much. Now football's almost here. My, My Huskers play tomorrow, maybe today, depending on when you're listening to this. NFL starts next week. God, what a time to be alive, Rod. What a time to be alive. Well, let's turn everybody uh, loose to be alive and uh, enjoy the rest of their whatever day or maybe night or I don't know. I'm, I'm not here to tell you when to listen or how to listen, but uh, <laughs> hopefully you enjoy whatever it is you're doing uh, after you listen to us. So, Cody, let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Yep, follow me on X at Husker underscore Z. You can find all my work over there. Again, ton of stuff out for Last Word on Sports. Ton of stuff out for sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Check out the F1 Gambling Podcast. I'm telling you, if you didn't listen last week, you missed some big ones. Jump in with us. We'll have the IndyCar episode later this week as well. Going to be a lot of fun. Come back later this week. I might have dropped a, a spoiler earlier for who my championship pick's going to be. We'll see if it changes between now and then. You'll have to tune in and find out. But, uh, yeah, follow the show as well on Twitter. At, on X, rather, I guess. Jeez, sorry, look at me. Uh, at NASCAR Gambling. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Link in the bio to everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it is in between media. Check out the back road coming up on Thursday with Seth and Elliot. And then, of course, my Fast Money show where I parlay some fun stuff for you over there on For Frequency's sake. Back tomorrow with DFS. And then, of course, later on in the week with some other uh, fun stuff going on. See you then. Till next time, let's go racing and let it ride. Come